Okay, so you ready to do a podcast? Sure. Sure? Podcast. Can you hear me over the background music? Because uh, we're at the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. Uh, we're here for one of our customers, Michael. He is getting ready to run his Ferrari Challenge car. Um, car 162. And I have yet to see qualifying position. There's two grids. Let's just call it an amateur and a pro level. Not sure why they're broken up. I'm not educated enough about it yet. Um, didn't have time to jump online, which is crazy after a 15-hour drive here and back. Um, but when you got people driving like a maniac, you think they're going to kill you? Um, because they want to speed like we're in a race at fucking Daytona? Um, holding on for dear life. So um, I wanted to hit real quick on a safety topic that we had last week, and you'll see it on Apex page. Um, Apex Auto Works Facebook page and my page, Rich Tomlin's page, the jack stand that failed. Um, this is something that seems pretty common sense to everybody. Everybody's like, well, I'd never fucking do that. What I will say is that the red jack stand that is in that picture is identical to a set of two I have up on the shelf in my shop that were my father's jack stands. I grew up with him using those. Are they used now? No. Have I seen guys use them? Yes, put that shit up. That's too old. Yeah. We don't use that shit. But this guy and his father were using that jack stand, and the car fell. Luckily, nobody was under it. But this goes to show you guys that it's not just your racetrack safety. It's your safety of getting under the fucking car. The safety of how you jack your car up, where you jack your car up. And I'm going to tell you to do something that you don't want to do, that you should do, is get out the damn owner's manual and look at where you should jack that car up. So often, we look under the car, we look for a strong point to jack it up, most of us are not engineers, don't have the privilege of being an engineer, and we don't know that. So take some time to go look at that and jack it up correctly. So I think one of the important things that we can all learn from this is that the finest Chineseium that says it's good for three tons may not be good for three tons. That's like three Chinese tons. <laughs> you know, so go ahead and invest in those six-ton jack stands. It's one adult male. Yeah. One I mean, adult male from China versus one adult male from Texas. A little different. I mean, Harbor Freight, they're like 57 bucks for the six tons, and yeah, you know, they go a lot higher. They go a lot higher. So you uh, can, you know... That's kind of like so the little Blue Jacks that we buy from Harbor Freight on sale, $49.99. Yeah. Half ton, or 1.5 tons, so 1,500 pounds. And you see people all day jacking up a Miata. Well, I'm only jacking up the corners. You're right. But you're lifting 1,500 pounds plus on that jack. Those seals are not rated for that. And that jack can fail before you even get the car jacked up. Uh, take the time to get the right equipment that you don't have to worry about the stuff failing on you. I'm all about Harbor Freight. I love Harbor Freight. I buy a bunch of shit there. Um, but if I'm jacking up a car, I'm going to have a 3 or a 410 jack under it. Just because I don't need the thing falling on top of me. Yeah, I mean, those ton and a half jacks are great for when you're at the track. They're lightweight. They're easy to throw around. Well, even now they've got the big aluminum one that's th three ton. It's like 129 bucks. Is it? Yeah. And it's it's actually lower than the one we normally get, or we have been getting for years. Um, man, that sparked something else I wanted to talk about, too, on the uh, jacking of cars. And I said Harbor Freight Tools, and now I lost it because there's too many bright lights and shiny things here. Um, Derek, what did you want to add on jack stands? Derek's at the top with his illegal tripod set up, trying to show off he's got a tripod snuck in. Because the guard's like, you can't bring that. 
Derek's like, really? And like he, he bats his eyes at him like a puppy dog. And then a guy asked him to go behind the building with him. And Derek went behind the building with him, came back, and he got to bring his tripod in. There you go. So, I mean, whatever works, works, okay. you know? So, your buddy's 162, right? Right, 162, quarter bomb. So, race one official starting grid. I think this is race two, but yep. he was number 31 for the amateur. Okay. Um, SAM. 31 over, or is it all amateur or is that overall? Because he was sixth last night. Yeah, I think that's overall starting order. Overall starting order? Yeah. Huh. Well, something happened in qualifying then, I would say, because he was sixth, started eighth last night, finished sixth. Yeah. So to be that far down, there may be a mechanical issue. Oh, well, that was that was the start order last night. Oh. So he was sixth for the amateurs, right? Right. Okay. And he ran a 152. 152 around uh, Daytona. Not bad. Was running. We calculated out the other night when we watched the YouTube video he posted. It was 168 on the backstretch. That's that's pretty good on the banking. Yeah, and essentially a street car, quote unquote, right? Just a cage <laughs> added. It was Ferrari. I get that, but still, yeah, I'm not cage sure added. Right. Ferrari's a street car per se, but yeah. Take uh, so I'll close this out because I'm kind of running out of material on this because we just started impromptu. But I want to talk about the jack stands. Make sure you got correct jack jack stands. Make sure you know where you're jacking them up. Um, additionally, one of the things we've seen is your jack wheels not being lined up. Uh, when you jack the car, the jack should roll with the car as it's being jacked up, which part of the challenges we see when we're traveling around the tracks and the paddocks are shit or the paddocks are dirt. You need to have plywood with you, um, especially here in Texas. You go to Coda um, or even Heartland Park. Uh, when we went to Tabika 2000. 2002 we were Harlem Park to be a brand new asphalt we had to buy 12 by 12 pieces of plywood that they were selling there they were only $5 a piece <laughs> assholes um, so you had to pay 20 bucks uh, to be able to put your car on jack stands because uh, autocross that's what you do overnight to look cool is you, you put it up in the air at nationals anyway we put it up in the air blow all the tires off take the tires with us so we felt safe about the car but I had to pay 20 bucks to do that it kind of sucked but I still carry around that plywood today um, like when we go to Mexico, I take that plywood with me because when you buy the jack stands, there's two types. There's ones that have the like inch and a half by inch and a half square legs on them, which are like the silver AC Delco ones. And then you'll get the Harbor Freight ones. Some of those literally are just a piece of angle iron at the end. Well, when you put a thousand pounds on angle iron corners, it pushes that right into the asphalt, especially when it's hot like Texas. So if you're under the car and it pushes through into the asphalt, um, that can also be a disaster. Take your time, get the right equipment, uh, review it. If you need help with this, uh, give us a call. We'll be glad to chat about it um, and offer what advice we can. Uh, we've also started using some of the rubber spacers that you can buy from Harbor Freight as well. Um, jack head pads. Eastwood sells them. Groitz Garage sells them. Uh, they came out originally to help protect the bottom of your car to keep it nice and shiny and pretty. The reality is they actually give you an ability to grip the bottom of the car, not just metal on metal sliding. So... With that, we'll close out. Have a good night, guys. Uh, hop on Facebook. We will be broadcasting live on Facebook, Apex Auto Works page, for the start of the Ferrari race.